Hey nerds, we know how busy you are in your daily life. Whether it's picking up the kids, running errands, or rushing to your job, don't let grocery shopping be one more thing added to your list. Get Instacart and let there be one less stressful chore in your day. Instacart connects you with a personal shopper in your area to deliver the products you love from your local stores. There are multiple stores available, and you're able to shop all your favorite things in a single order. Instacart is offering free delivery on your first order over $35. Click in the link in the show notes to let Instacart know we sent you, and you'll help support our show. This is Chanel. Hi, this is Stacy. Hey, nerds, this is Ashley. And this is Fanfic Fanatics. Welcome back, nerds. It's another One Shot Wednesday. Ashley here, and I will be reading Drabble 18-D23, Din and Grogu by I'm Trying My Best Car, which might be one of the best handles I've heard in a long time. Okay, so summary. Grogu has a birthday party. The baby reached up with his sleepy little grubby hands to affirm that, yes, he wanted to be picked up. Din did so with the utmost care and gentleness and tucked him into the crook of one arm, wondering for the hundredth time how such an awesome power could reside in such a little creature. He stroked the soft fluff on the top of his head lovingly, and his heart gave a warm stutter in his chest when Grogu let out a tiny sighing yawn and wrapped his chubby, clawed little fist around Din's thumb. Okay, here we go. Kid? Hey, kid. Den spoke softly but firmly, wanting Grogu to raise to wakefulness slowly in the hopes that he wouldn't be overly grouchy when he did. He felt a little bad about waking him up. He usually let him sleep whenever and however long he wanted, but today was special. Grogu, Den murmured, placing his gloved hand gently upon the child's warm little body as it rested up top the nest of cozy blankets in the floating crib. Grogu stirred, his ears twitching, and he opened one big dark eye to regard Dim barely. Hey, buddy, Din said, the smile on his face clear in his words, even, behi- even behind his Beskar. I'm going to pick you up now, okay? We got to go. The baby reached up with sleepy little grubby hands to affirm that, yes, he wanted to be picked up. Din did so with the utmost care and gentleness and tucked him into the crook of one arm, wondering for the hundredth time how such awesome powers could reside in such a little creature. He stroked the soft fluff on top of his head lovingly, and his heart gave a warm stutter in his chest when Grogu let out a tiny sighing yawn and wrapped his chubby clawed little fist around Dim's thumb. We're at Auntie Pila's place, Dim rumbled, looking down at the baby, whose ears had prickled up at the sound of Pila's name. I've got a surprise for you, kid. He scrolled from his modified N1 Starfighter across the sandy stretch of hangar floor toward a large jumble of crates that had been hastily arranged to form a crude table and chairs. No one else seemed to be around, but a small feast was laid out atop it. Some roasted meat that Den didn't think he wanted to know the origin of. Breads, sweets, fruits, cookies, eggs, some broth, and a self-warming tureen, a bowl full of dung worms, and in the center of it all, a small cake covered in blue and white cream. Den placed Grogu gently on top of the table where he immediately reached for a fistful of worms and began eagerly slurping them down. Well, hey there, 
bright eyes, Pell's voice had a far reaching, somewhat piercing quality at the best of times. And Din winced a little and subtly turned the sensors down in his helmet so as not to be deafened. She emerged from the myriad of rooms that branched away from the main hangar with her three pit droids, with her three pit droids falling in her wake. All three were almost obscured behind the crates of bottled drinks they were carrying, and they were having a hard time not crashing into each other as they wove their way drunkenly across the sand. Pila ignored them in favor of immediately cooing over Grogu, stroking his head and pushing a large grape into the hand that wasn't currently full of worms before placing a cardboard party hat on his head. It was colored a shade of green so bright that it was offensive, even though the darkened barrier of the T-shaped visor of the Mandalorian's helmet. Good to see you. You too, she added warmly, glancing up at Din before resuming her attentions to the baby. Glad to see you're keeping this one out of trouble. Well, mostly, Din chuckled. Though he does love making me press the Kinso switch, little speed demon. I was talking to him, Pilo twinkled. And here, she added, holding out another brightly colored hat to the Mandalorian. Not a party unless you're wearing one of these. Are you serious, Den asked in stunned disbelief. Hey, we're all wearing them, she pointed out. This was true even for the droids, though Grogu was already askewed over his enormous ears, and one of the dungworms had somehow migrated to the tip and was hanging on for dear life. And we won't tell anyone. Honest. The solemn promise was immediately cheapened by the suggestive wink that she, wink she followed with it. Den sighed heavily, feeling, feeling put upon once again. But as he placed the ridiculous thing on his head and fastened the elastic strap around his chin, Grogu looked up from him feasting, and the sight of the baby struck momentarily silent at the spectacle of the Mandalorian warrior father wearing a multicolored polka-dotted party hat was enough to make him smile widely under his armor. Before Den could think about taking the ridiculous thing off, another voice emerged from the shadowy interior of Fellow's workshop. Good to see you, stranger. Cobb Vance's time in the Baca tank at Boba Fett's place seemed to have been beneficial. He moved as lithely and smoothly as ever, a wide smile gracing his handsome face as he shook Den's hand and clapped him on the back. Van, thank you for coming, Den replied sincerely. The effect only slightly spoiled by the party that the effect only slightly spoiled by the party hat over his Baskar helmet. Hey, I'm not one to miss a party, the ex-marshal said lightly, before moving away to snaffle some of the meat and bread. Nor am I, came a smoother, silkier voice from above. Fennec Shan was perched atop one of the rocky outcrops vestry in the center of the hangar, looking for all the world like she had been waiting there for hours, though Den knew she hadn't been there even a moment before. She jumped gracefully to the sandy floor, rolling forward once and springing to her feet athletically in one fluid moment. Can't you come through the front door just for once? Pila asked, her voice half demanded, half desperate plea. But Nick only grinned wickedly in reply. Her face beautiful, it's her face beautiful and it's mischievousness. The boss sends his regards. He can't make it today. Some laser brain hat spawn causing trouble in Anchorhead. He wanted to take care of it himself. Send a message to them. He did, however, send this with me. As if by magic, a small other holster appeared in her hand and she offered it to the Mandalorian. I don't think he was too sure of what to get this little guy, she added quietly. The words meant for Den's ears only. Grogu was still happily eating everything in sight. And with the sudden appearance of BD on the table, too, he wasn't paying much attention to anything else. Den opened up the holster and inhaled sharply. 
Though it looked as it should contain a blaster, in fact, there was a tiny dagger nestled amongst the soft leather. He knew at a glance that it was Mandalorian Forge and silently wondered how Boba had come by it. Whether it had been his own father's once, the design was scaled down, a weapon specifically made for a child, and then remembered well the drills he had perfected with such weapons himself when he had first been taken into as a foundling. The handle had been dyed a deep shade of blood red, an echo of the paint that some Mandalorians choose to adorn their armor, red to honor a parent. Den found himself strangely moved by the gesture, a little choked up if he was honest. He raised his helmet to Finnick again and managed a heartfelt thank you. Gotta make sure he can protect himself, she replied with a knowing smile. A nice hat, by the way. As Finnick moved off smirking, Grogu seemed to finally notice all the other people around him and was making happy little cooey noises in the face of so much good food and so many friends. Den slid the dagger into its holster, the top of his boot for safekeeping vowing that he would begin to train his son in the art of physical combat very soon. He stepped forward and cleared his throat before taking Grogu's now very sticky hand in his own. Hey, buddy, I am. Well, it's been a year since we met Asoku, and that means it's been a year since I found out your name. I don't know your actual birthday, but I think it's, but I think this is as good of a time to celebrate as any. Happy name day, kid, and uh, thank you for all coming today. And now it's time for cake. The adults cheered and clapped as Den presented Grogu with a piece of the birthday cake Pila had purchased. Grogu gave a squeal of delight and immediately shoved a handful into his mouth, getting cream and crumbs everywhere as he did so. Den's chest grew warm, the feeling spreading through his whole body as he looked fondly upon the scene. The galaxy was a mess, his own predicaments with the dark saber and Mandalore looming. But for now, in this moment, he can enjoy the blue sky and twin suns beating down upon these people these friends that he cherished the end what a precious little fluff piece <laughs> yeah some more fluffy uh another fluffy one shot i love it i love grogu so much i can just I, picture him yeah and i love that like father son relationship it's so yeah. cute like, it's so sweet it is so sweet that's what makes the mandalorian so sweet so i love it I love it. it was we the, love a healthy dad dynamic in the Star Wars yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's just say it's lacking in a lot of places. I know, right? I like cr- cried when I watched um, the Rise of Star- uh, Skywalker when Han Solo like puts his like a uh, hand on Ben's uh, cheek. Oh, stop, like, dude! Oh. <laughs> stop. stop. You want me to cry? I'm already congested. <laughs> I know. But yeah, no, this is a cute little fic. He has a little birthday party for Happy us. Happy little birthday I still party. I call him Baby Yoda in my head. I feel like Baby I'm Yoda. so basic. That's what everyone calls him who's like a basic bitch. And that's me. I know. I, I know, but I love the name Grogu. Well, I, I, I'm I, like, I think I am still only a couple episodes into the second season of Mandalorian. And so, yeah, I still call him that too. Because I haven't found out his name. I don't think I found out his name yet. And then I just started, I'll discuss this with you later. But, um Andor, oh my god, halfway. <gasps> it's so good. It's literally my favorite Star Wars. Yeah, yeah it's because that guy's so hot. I mean, yeah, but like the character, I'll talk Chelsea, about yeah, this. But like, no, <laughs> I'll talk about this more. It's my favorite. It's like anyway. Um, um, this Raven, is really- I just want to say, I think Grogu would be a great French bulldog name. Okay, go ahead. <gasps> ah, I'm going to tell Skylar we need another Frenchie so we can name it Grogu. That's that's the only reason. Imagine. 
He's gonna be like, You're a brat. That's the only reason, just for the name. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, <laughs> nerds. Have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>